Amy, on this podcast, we try to always offer useful takeaways. And if you learn nothing else from us, learn this useful parenting lesson by Pampers Cruisers 360. Pampers Cruisers 360 are the ultimate parent hack, the best diaper to use as soon as your baby starts standing or walking. Instead of ordinary diaper tabs, they have a unique 360-degree stretchy waistband that moves with your wild child. Pampers Cruisers 360 makes it so easy to change your baby. Who probably doesn't stop moving just because they need a diaper changed? Just slide on to apply and away they go. And fear not, parents. Pampers Cruisers 360 offers an up to 100% leak-free fit, and they just got even better with a new blowout barrier. Need we say more? For Trusted Protection Trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician-recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Then redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupons, savings, and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers cash has no cash value. Welcome to Ask Amy from What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood, solving your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. This week's question comes from Kate in our Facebook group. She asks, when should I worry about a teenager's lack of desire to be with friends? This is only made worse by the pandemic. It's actually always been an issue. But since we moved two years ago, he's been even more in the I don't care camp than before. Outside of soccer and school, he doesn't ever see friends, and he says he doesn't want to. He's 15. Kate, this one is close to home for me. To me, this age group, this sort of 14, 15, 16, has particularly fallen through the cracks. They were sort of early enough in the junior high, high school thing that they hadn't made their friends yet. They were already in sort of a transitional place, even for kids who hadn't moved, like you said, your family moved. It's just been, it's been a hard time. And from my personal experience, I will say that I have seen my two boys lean far less on the sort of virtual connections that are available right now than my daughter has. My daughter is much more interested in FaceTiming and texting, and my boys are saying, I don't care, you know, why should I bother? Because we have more access to our kids' moment-to-moment existence right now, we're sort of seeing things that might always have been there and are therefore fine because they were always there. Um, And as you say, your son was like this before the pandemic started. So there's a possibility your son is content. Was he introverted before this? Was he socially anxious? This is a break from all that for those kids. And I've seen my kid who has some social anxiety relax a little bit. If you're not seeing signs of depression and anxiety, if this is a boy who's a hermit and he's content being a hermit, then that's good news. That is his experience, even if it's not yours. On the other hand, your kid could be sad. And sadness makes sense right now. So it would be okay for our kid to feel sad, isolated the way, you know, I'm feeling right now. It's certainly okay for our children to feel that way if unfortunate. But what I think you're trying to tease out is what's the difference between sadness about this tough moment, which is entirely understandable, and depression. NYU child psychiatrist Dr. Alita Angelosante uh, did some writing on this, and I'll put the link in the show notes. She says that what you need to watch for to know the difference between sadness about this moment and actual depression is isolating from you as well. Is your child not only isolating from all friends and social contact, but hiding in his room all the time? I mean, probably, right? It's a teenager. But watch for changes in that. 
watch for an increase in physical complaints like stomach aches and headaches, things that are vague and sort of travel around a little bit maybe. Watch for an academic decline, which is also a little bit hard to piece together right now, right? Because we're in a different academic situation. So your kids' grades could change or their ability to work could change and it could have nothing to do with depression, but it is another data point. Watch for an increase in negative self-statements. I'm such an idiot. I never do anything right. I can't take it anymore. Watch for an increase in those. Teenagers say stuff like that a lot, but watch for the increase. Watch for it to be insistent, consistent, and persistent. You will know if your kid's mood has taken a sudden turn for the worse. What works when you're in this situation? Well, if it's depression, then your kid needs to probably talk to somebody. And the good news is that the telehealth, mental health that's available right now is very effective, much more effective than you would think, and much more available because you can do it online. I'm going to put resources for that in the show notes if that's something that you're interested in. If this is more the sadness about the moment and a kid who needs a little help and a little support and encouragement to get outside their room, what worked in my situation is I had a a friend who had similar concerns about how her child, my child's basic same age, was doing. These kids were friends. They were acquaintances. They're not soulmates. They're acquaintances. We made them go meet to walk their dogs together. Like, you were going outside today. You're going to walk the dogs. When my child came home... The phone was pinging, ping, ping, you know, silly smile, inside jokes being texted back and forth. And I was like, achievement unlocked. A little bit of connection, a little bit of happiness will keep us going right now. You can also talk to your son about how he's doing. You know, this has been really hard lately. And I can see that it's been hard on you too. It is not easy. Don't put that conversation off because it might go poorly. It might go poorly. He might yell at you. He might blow you off. He might say, you know, you're so stupid, mom. But your loving concern will have been expressed. I hope this helps you tease out the difference between sort of sadness and depression. It's something I'm certainly watching for in my own kids as well. Like I said, I'm putting lots of resources in the show notes. If you have any concerns, reach out to your child's pediatrician. Send us your parenting questions and we might answer yours next. Email us questions at whatfreshellpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. Margaret, it's an exciting news day. An exciting news day indeed, Amy. A few years ago, we launched our first spinoff podcast, Toddler Purgatory, hosted by the hilarious Blair Brooks and Molly Lloyd. And guess what? Now Blair and Molly are back with their all-new podcast, Unsticking It. You know Blair and Molly as two busy moms and actors, and somewhere between potty training and the pandemic, they both felt like they lost their creative kaboom. In their new podcast, Unsticking It, they are going to talk about how all of us can get back to what lights us up after motherhood. Amy, I need this. Me too. And Blair and Molly will be talking to fellow imaginative minds. We're talking actors, artists, and creators of all kinds about how we can all unstick ourselves from whatever muck we're stuck in. Follow, subscribe, and listen to Unsticking It wherever you get your podcasts. That's Unsticking It with Blair and Molly, because sometimes life stucks. Are you overwhelmed by the things that get in the way of you doing what you want to do? Are you looking for ways to simplify life to better align with your values? Do you want to create space in your schedule so you have room for more of the good stuff? Play, joy, relationships, gratitude, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, I invite you to check out Edit Your Life, 
a podcast to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. Through episodes with me, Christine Ko, and a range of super smart, compassionate, and thoughtful guests, you'll come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Check out Edit Your Life wherever you enjoy your podcasts.